You are listening to Joe Radio Live, a positive and motivational podcast. Thank you for listening and do enjoy the following episode. It's time to enter into the presence of God with wonderful worship right here on Joe Radio Live. church that sounds beautiful as one big congregation saying there is none
Beautiful people, and welcome to another Joe Radio Live program with your boy JC Vibes. Are you ready for the Joe Radio experience? I hope that you are. We are so happy once again to be in your company. And I want to tell you off the bat um, you know, don't let the, the, the hate from people around you, you know, transfer to you. You know, no matter how hateful somebody might be to you, you know, don't be hateful to them. The Bible says, Love your enemies. Love your enemies. Pray for those that despitefully use you. Now, it doesn't mean that you're going to let people take advantage of you and, and all that kind of thing. But, but you're, 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 you're loving them with the love of Jesus. You're loving them with the love of God. You're showing them love. You're not putting yourself in a position um, you know, to be taken advantage of again and, and hurt again. You know, but you're loving them with the love of God. And God will show you how to deal with these individuals that are just hateful and envious towards you. You know, you don't become like them. Don't become bitter. You know, don't let that consume you at all, at all, at all. Don't let your environment um, negatively affect you and, and, and change you in a negative way. But rather, you must affect your environment you must bring about the change that you want to see you must be the change that you want to see you know let let the love of god in you and let the presence of god in you be infectious be contagious let it affect the lives of the people around you and as i'm on that topic if you do not know jesus christ as your lord and savior i would like to do it really early in the program and invite you to accept jesus christ as your lord and savior all right. If you would like to do that right now, it's very simple. Just repeat after me. Lord, I come to you a sinner. I repent of all of my sins. I ask of your mercy and your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me. In Jesus' name. Amen. It's that quick. It's that easy. It's that simple, people. If you did that, you said that prayer genuinely meant it from your heart welcome to the body of christ get a king james version bible and begin to read and study the word of god if you do not have money um to purchase a bible you can download it from from anyone the stores the play store you know the iphone store you know you can get it online if you don't have money to purchase a bible but get yourself the word of God, the King James Version word of God, and begin to read and study and get to know the one who created you. Alright, so, in that conclusion, we are going to go to our Hit Your Scripture in this episode, and today's Hit Your Scripture is taken from James, the book of James chapter 4 verse 7, and it says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I'll read it again. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, <clears throat> excuse me, and he will flee from you. And that is James chapter 4 verse 7. That was your hit your scripture for today. All right, all right, all right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, do we have any 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 new countries coming on today? 
uh, Cameroon. Yes, 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 yes. Almost forgot you all day. My most humble apologies. Want to welcome Cameroon to the list of countries listening to us right now. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and, and you know, continue to share the program. All right, so we got some great stuff for you. We just concluded our Hit Your Scripture. We are going to our feature message. And after that, we have an awesome a powerful and awesome testimony coming up after that of a man um, who had the COVID virus. He was COVID positive and God healed him. So you can look out for that, people. All right. So let's go straight to uh, your feature message for today. And just in case I didn't tell you, the title of this episode is Now is Not the Time to Lose Your Head. Yes. That's it, people. Now is not the time to lose your head at all, at all, at all. So without further ado, we're going to that message right now. Coming up on The Potter's Touch. Are you a kingdom without a king? Are you so busy managing the emotional relationships that you have that you don't have the energy to think the thoughts you need to think to go where you need to go? Are you so busy managing your feelings and the feeling the people around you and trying to make them feel what you feel and, and need what you need and want what you want that you're not making progress in life this is the potter's touch greetings friends in the name of jesus christ our king i'm so excited to have this opportunity to share the word of the lord with you i'm grateful for what god is doing in your life and i want to contribute something that I believe will help you in this season of your life. No matter how blessed or successful you or I might be, there are moments in your life that you go through tests and trials just like anybody else. People don't understand that. With every blessing, there's always a battle. And I wanna share this word with you that will help you with the battle so that you can enjoy the blessing because sometimes you're so busy in the fight, you lose sight of the victory. I believe this is gonna bless your life. The message is called, This Is Not The Time to lose your head. This is not the time to lose your head. Take a look at this word. It will bless your life. Let's take a look. Paul writes to the church of Ephesus and tells them to put on the whole armor of God because you are under attack. There is not a person in this room that is not constantly up under attack. No matter how blessed you've been, no matter how successful, no matter how accomplished, no matter how healthy, no matter how fruitful you are, somewhere in your life, you are either being attacked or about to be attacked in some area of your life. And God says, I'm going to bless you, but you've got to dress for the battle while you receive the blessing. With every blessing, there is a battle. I would venture to say the greater the blessing, the greater the battle. The enemy would not send that level of battle against you if there were not that level of blessing before you. The level of battle you face is an indication of the level of blessings that you stand to receive. No robber robs an empty house. Nobody holds up a bag lady because she doesn't have anything to steal. If you're up under attack, there's something to be gained. 
So the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the wiles of the devil, the wiles of the devil, the tactics, the antics of the devil. And then he says, once you get it all on, having done all to stand. See, you got all dressed up not to run. You got dressed up to stand, not to give place or territory to the devil, not to evacuate the turf that's yours. Did you hear that? Not to evacuate the turf that is yours. And he said, if you're going to hold on to what I have given you, because I have given you some things that you are yet to possess. And in order to possess what I've given you, to take it out of the euphoria of an idea and snatch it into the realm of a possession, you're going to have to stand, having done all to stand. That's your willpower, your strength, your might, your intensity, having done all to stand. The first stand belongs to you. You have to do that. Stop asking God to make you stand if you're not willing to stand. You have to have an investment in what God has given you and having done all to stand. You won't get to the second stand until you run out of the first one. Having done all to stand, then it says, stand therefore with your loins girt about with truth. And as he begins to equip us for battle, he comes down to the helmet of salvation. How important is it to protect your head? When the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, for the pulling down of strongholds, look at how we've got to fight. For the pulling down of strongholds, casting down, oh, you got it, imaginations, and every high thing that exalted itself Against what? The knowledge. The knowledge of God. The high things that are coming against you are coming against what you know about God. What you know about God. You know you're healed. The symptoms come to convince you that you're not. You know you're free. I thought you did. Y'all know you're free? Okay. Y'all know you're free? The enemy comes against your freedom to convince you that you don't have what God has already released you. The Bible calls his attack imaginations. <laughs> you're being fought by imaginations, shadows, and ghosts. Some of you are stressed to death over what ifs and maybes. You've been stabbed by suppose. <laughs> you lay in the bed wrestling with ghosts of what ifs and maybes and suppose and I think and I heard and I felt and you wake up tired in the morning because you, you might have slept but you didn't rest because all in your sleep you've been fighting. Bible says there is a helmet that will protect your head. Head speaks to leadership. 
head speaks to government. Most people are living their lives from a heart place and not a head place. They are so engrossed with what the heart feels that they have not covered what the head thinks. Most people are governed by their emotions. They're having a heart experience in a head fight. You will never win a battle if you're having a heart experience in a head fight. You're telling the enemy how you feel has nothing to do with what you know. And if you're going to deal with a knower, never approach a knower with feelings. You've got to approach a knower with facts. The enemy wants to cut off your head and leave you with feelings. Real decisions that move your life along are not coming out of your emotions, they're coming out of your head. Real opportunities that God would open up for you have to come out of your head and not out of your feelings. You, there are so many people that are so abstract and they're just moving along from day to day out of their emotions and their fear. I don't know, I'm just not feeling it today. I'm just not feeling it today. Come back on Thursday. I might be feeling on Thursday. I'm not in the mood for this. I can't handle this. And every time you do it, you are canceling out opportunities because it is with the mind that we serve the Lord. A person who does not function out of their head is a person without government. A person who moves totally out of their emotions is exempt from the greater opportunity than life because you will forfeit what God has given you because of how you feel. God did not promise you that your feelings would line up with the facts. How many of us are living a headless life because we have not separated how we feel from what we know. You can't, you can't work with people like that. You really can't work with people like that because if I criticize your work, it doesn't mean I criticize you. And to have to babysit your feelings when I don't have time to babysit your feelings, I need you to correct the problem and go back to work. It's not personal. If you do it right, isn't that what God told Cain? Why is thy countenance fallen, Cain? Why are you tripping out about this stuff? Why are you jealous of Abel? If thou doest not well, will I not receive you? He said, I'm not against you, Cain. I'm against what you did. And if you fix what you did, I'll bless you like I bless them. So stop tripping, Cain. Get your heart out of the way of your head, and I will move you forward. I know that's culture shock to a lot of you. Because everything you've ever gotten, you've gotten out of your feelings. But let me tell you, the devil is not fighting you over your feelings. He is fighting you over your head. He is giving you images and imaginations 
and threats of disaster to send your head into a panic mode so that you will digress mentally from the leadership that the rest of you needs. It has to come from the facts and not the feelings. It is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. It is written, it is written. Not one time do you hear Jesus saying, I'm so hungry, devil. I'm so hungry. This is one time. Let me turn this stone to bread. Because a brother like me got all kind of rumblings going on in my stomach like here. I've been out here 40 days. Devil, now, now, you know 40 days. You ought to have a little compassion on me. He did not approach the devil with feelings because the devil has no compassion. Whatever you do, don't lose your head. Pull your feelings out of it. Pull your insecurities out of it, your vulnerabilities, those childhood voices that come back to attack you the rest of your life are the tools that the devil uses to cause you to digress from what God created you to be and stand on what you know. Still to come on The Potter's Touch. So if I was the devil, I'd do everything I could to keep your head foggy, to keep your mind all tied up to keep your emotions governing your head to the point that you can't even think a clear thought because all will fall. Thou anointest my head with oil. Now my cup runs over. My cup can't run over if my head is anointed with oil. My cup is only catching the residue of what my head got first. Are you under? The Shepherd's Watch. Alarms go off that you can't even hear. And angels start flying in that you can't even see because I am sheltered by the Shepherd. For your gift of any size, you will receive this critical message, Sheltered by the Shepherd, on CD from the series, The Shepherd's Watch. I can't even tell you all the stuff that almost got me. If nobody in the whole church praises God, I will bless the Lord at all times. And when your gift is $70 or more, you will receive Bishop's series, The Shepherd's Watch, on DVD. Your sister died from it, and yet some kind of way you're still here. The shelter of the shepherd brought me through the storm. However, for your gift of $125 or more, we will also include T.D. Jake's new book, Destiny, Step Into Your Purpose, the Destiny Christian Study Guide Workbook and Destiny Steps series on DVD. Find your safety under the Shepherd's Watch today. The Bible says in 1 Samuel, speaking about Eli, the word of the Lord was scarce in those days. The word of the Lord was scarce in those days and there was no open vision. Eli was living, but he was losing his head. Vision comes from your head. Word is spoken out of your mouth, which is in your head. The word was scarce, the vision was dim and the kingdom was collapsing because of what was empty in the head had destroyed the success of the kingdom, of the priesthood, of the sanctity 
of the ministry because the priesthood was headless. Sexuality was running amok. Hophni and Phinehas were going through the church, going through the women, like a fox going through a hen house because the place was headless. Eli was not strong enough to chasten his own child because his emotions were leading and not his head. Oh, it's going to be rough in here today. The word of the Lord was scarce in those days. The Bible said there was no open vision. And ultimately, when everything was said and done, they went out to fight against the Philistines. And they were defeated. And he could have withstood that. Hophni was killed, his son. He could have withstood that. Phinehas was killed as well. He could have withstood that. But when they told him that the glory of the Lord was departed, he fell off his throne. And of all things, he broke his neck. His head came off. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The last little piece of government fell off. And whenever you see the head come off, there is a shift of authority. Eli lost his head. Samuel comes to a place of prominence because the head, the decapitation of the head is the removal of the government. Are you a kingdom without a king? Are you so busy managing the emotional relationships that you have that you don't have the energy to think the thoughts you need to think to go where you need to go? Are you so busy managing your feelings and the feeling the people around you and trying to make them feel what you feel and, and need what you need and want what you want that you're not making progress in life because you are leading with your heart and not with your head. You can't cry your way out. You can't fuss your way out. You done snapped your neck four or five times and it didn't change your life. The definition of lunacy is to keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. So why are you doing what doesn't work. If flipping out on her isn't working, why are you still doing it? If giving him a piece of your mind hadn't worked in the first 15 years, wouldn't it be a good time now to change strategies? Why are we loyal to ineffectiveness? Why are we loyal with ineffectiveness? We date effectiveness, but we marry ineffectiveness. We visit effectiveness for the weekend on a Sunday in a motivational message and a special television show. We, we love to visit it, but we are married to habits that are ineffective and we are loyal to things that we know don't work, but because this is how I feel. Take unto you the helmet 
of salvation. Eli lost his head and the power shifted and the world changed. And whenever that which was has lost his head, that which is will come to power. Lost his head. They say, Ichabod, the glory hath departed. I guess it did. The glory departs because the head is gone. I told you the anointing comes on the head. If there's no head, there's no glory. Eli broke his neck, lost his head. Yes, the glory departed. Because the glory only falls on a clear head. So if I was the devil, I'd do everything I could to keep your head foggy to keep your mind all tied up, to keep your emotions governing your head to the point that you can't even think a clear thought because the oil will fall. Thou anointest my head with oil. Now my cup runs over. My cup can't run over if my head is anointed with oil. My cup is only catching the residue of what my head got first. John the Baptist is preaching out in the wilderness. He's different from his daddy. His daddy was a church preacher, preached in the synagogues. John the Baptist preached in the wilderness. His daddy dressed in priestly clothes. John the Baptist dressed in camel hair, wild, ate wild locusts and honey, but he was preaching more effectively in the wilderness than his father had ministered in the temple. He was doing real good. And then he says something. He says, I must decrease that he might increase. He said, there's going to be a shift. And when the shift comes, I must decrease that he might increase. When did the shift come? When they cut his head. The cutting of the head. It's a shifting of government. Do you hear what I'm saying? Good God of mercy. Do you hear what I'm trying to tell you this morning? There is a shift going on in your life and it starts with your head. 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 The slave masters knew it. You can teach the slaves how to do anything but read. Why was reading forbidden? Because if you got it in your head, you could get it in your life. They said, our change cannot hold an informed head. When your head comes out, it won't be long until everything begins to shift. Touch your neighbor and tell him I feel a shift. So they took Jesus, to Pilate, and they, Pilate asked him, are you the king of the Jews? Are you the head of the Jews? And Jesus said, thou sayest. So they, they said, put a, put a sign up and call him the king of the Jews. 
They tried to get Pilate to take it back. He said, what I have spoken, I have spoken. This carpenter's son is the head of the Jews. So they took the head of the Jews and they took him to the head of a mountain. And the mountain was called Golgotha. And when they called it Golgotha, Golgotha means stone. So they brought the head to a head. Touch your neighbor and say, there's about to be a shift. Whenever heads get together, there will be a shift. But he told the disciples, he said, I got to go away. Don't preach yet. Go to Jerusalem because the head has gone up in a cloud and the body was left looking up and the angel said to the body, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye here gazing at this head? For this same head that you see us sin shall descend in like manner. And the book said, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come and they were in one place with one accord, here comes the shift. Slap somebody and tell them it's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. Devil, you should have killed me when you had the chance. But I'm getting my hand. Oh, I'm getting my hand. I've got to stop there. I'm really not finished with this. I think it is provocative, it is powerful, and it is also quite important to understand how to keep your head, a level head in the time of battle, because we all face them. But I want you to understand that you can stand in the middle of the test and the trial, and you can not only stand, but you can overcome and be successful in spite of the struggles that are inherent with being who you are. I get it. I totally, 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 totally get it. Before I close, I do want to mention this. I want you to get this. Get your hands on this. It is literally a tour guide into your destiny. The book is called Destiny, Step Into Your Purpose. You need to understand that destiny is pulling you to an expected end. And how do you step into it? I'll share it in this book. It'll bless your life and strengthen you and encourage you because I know what it is to have to climb up with one hand and fight back with the other. But together, we can get it done. God bless you, friends. I thank God for you. It's been a real pleasure to be with you today, and I pray for you, and I pray that you will pray for me. And to all of you that are getting ready to meet me at Megafest, I'm getting ready for you, so I got to go. God bless you. Take care. I'll see you soon. I want to make sure that when you leave here, that you leave here on a whole nother level. You don't have to live in the dark feeling like you never know what to do. God will lead you and guide you and direct you. He's not some addendum. He's not just all Jesus. Do you know how strong his name is? I just need you to reach up in the heavenly and grab big. I need you.
you to release it over your life. You ought to just reach back and dig in and see what God did in your life then. It'll give you a clue about where you're going now. Every day you wake up and you're adding to the kingdom, you're subtracting from hell. And that's why the devil can't stand you. I know that there's a force on the planet much higher than the facts, and it's called the truth of the Word of God. The anointing is coming on your life to change your season. Anoint me! I'm sorry, Brian. We're gonna have to let you go. Failure is not the end of We've had to make staff changes. Listen for Destiny's authentic call. Destiny awaits you. Will you take the first step? Destiny is written to connect what's in you with the purpose that awaits you. The first action step requires faith. Order Destiny today, everywhere books are sold. There is more. You wanna redeem the years you lost out of your life? Stop following your emotions. Go at it head first. And God said, I will give you back the time you lost. I will restore from the mistakes you made. I will do a new thing in you and the former things will pass away. When you stop sniffling and whimpering and crying and having tantrums and schizophrenia and be sober and get a grip on yourself, God said, I'll open up the windows of heaven and I'll pull you out of blessing. You won't even have room enough to receive. This is the Potter's touch. Well, welcome to the show. We are being bombarded daily with news updates, death toll numbers, all due to coronavirus. So today, we want to start the show with a story of hope and of healing. That's right. Clay Bentley was the first in his area to be diagnosed with COVID-19, and he spent 11 days in the hospital. He says God healed him by breathing into his lungs. Here's Clay's incredible story. Clay Bentley believes the Lord saved his life so that he could tell a story of hope, redemption, and faith. And there is some irony here, considering where he believes he contracted the disease. I never thought that he was going to take me out. Looking back, 59-year-old Clay Bentley says he's pretty sure how he got sick. March the 1st of this year, I was uh, singing in a choir. That's where I got it. That's where I contracted it at, is in church. There were at least uh, 45 to 50 people in, in, the ch in that church, in that one meeting that caught the coronavirus. There's already been at least two pass away. Clay says hours after that Sunday service, he started having shortness of breath. Monday, he went from urgent care straight to the emergency room. Doctors initially diagnosed him with walking pneumonia, gave him an antibiotic, and sent him home. By Friday, things were worse, so Clay returned to the hospital and was admitted with double pneumonia. That day, doctors gave him a coronavirus test that came back positive. As the fluid in his lungs increased, reports didn't sound good. The doctors came in and said, uh, you're not getting better. You know, as a matter of fact, you're in worse shape today than you were when you came in the hospital. I heard the Spirit of God uh, telling me at the same time, no, you're getting better. You're getting better. He chose to believe the Lord's report, and so did his wife. I was saying out loud constantly verses in word and in music and things that were 
the word of God coming up for, for his life, for his life, for my standing. He has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power of love and of sound mind. Yes. Then Clay says something happened around three o'clock in the morning. I felt the Lord. I felt his presence. I felt him blow uh, breath into my lungs. I took a deep breath and I knew it was the Lord uh, blowing in my lungs. And when he blew in my lungs, I took a deep breath and it's like it all cleared out. So they checked me and they said, wait a minute, we came here yesterday and you was in worse shape than you've been since you've been in the hospital. And we come in here this morning and you ain't got hardly no fluid in your lungs at all. Two days later, he was released and sent home. Jesus is still in the healing business. His word and your mouth will move mountains. Here's an interesting detail. Clay's wife lost her mother on March 17th and the enemy tried to tell her that she would lose her husband on that same day. But on that day, March 17th, Clay came home from the hospital. Eric Phillips, CBN News. That is a miracle. Man. I mean, that's right up there with, you know, and in, in, as God is making man Adam, he, he yes. breathes into his lungs and he becomes a living soul. Won't he do it? Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's, there's going to be so many testimonies like that coming out of this pandemic. Like, I really believe that, that there's just going to be one healing testimony after the other after the other. Okay. Yeah. You want to pray right now? Let's do it. You want to lead? Let's do it. Okay. All right. Father God, we just lift up every single person who has contracted the COVID virus, Lord. We just declare healing over their bodies right now in Jesus' name, Lord. We pray for that same breath that you breathed into Adam's lungs when you created him, Lord, to come into the lungs of those who were infected with COVID-19. We declare healing in their bodies in their minds, Lord. Just give them the spirit of joy and peace, even in the midst of this storm, Father. We pray this and we ask it in your mighty name. Amen. Amen. We want you to be part of our Joe Radio family. So we are inviting you to send us your voice notes in MP3 format. I repeat, in MP3 format. If you don't have an MP3 recorder, you can download one to your phone. You can send us your prayer requests. You can also say your highs and your hellos. Remember, state your first name, right? We don't need your full name. Just state your first name the state that you are from, as well as the country you are from, in that order. Your first name, the, the state that you are from, as well as the country that you are from, right? You go to our podcast website. At the bottom of our podcast website, you will see our contact information. You can send us your voice notes via email or WhatsApp. Send it to us today. Just to make sure that you understand when we say state your name, your state, and your country, just to give you an example, um, for example, Michelle from New York, USA. You can, right, this is what we're talking about. Your name, the state that you're from, and your country. Another example, Raj from Mumbai, India, right? So if you're sending your audios, um, whatever it may be, you know, your prayer requests, um, your highs and your hellos, um, that is what you're basically doing, right? Your name, the state that you're from, your country, Raj from Mumbai, India, just one example. Second example, Michelle from, um, you know, New York, USA. 
Thank you for listening to Joe Radio. We look forward to being with you in our next episode. Remember to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tune in to Joe Radio Live. All right, remember, don't just exist, but be a blessing. Until the next one, JC Vibes is gone.